Hey everyone, I'm Andy. And I'm Sean. And this is the Commander's Brew. This week, non-combat damage. Hey everyone, welcome back. It's episode 262 of the Commander's Brew. Um, Sean, what's happening? How are you doing? Good. Good. Do you remember last week how I talked about I started using chocolate sauce on ice cream? Yes. Guess what I did. Guess my what my level up has been. <laughs> okay. Uh, you put the chocolate sauce on the ice cream bars I was telling you about. Huh. So thinking so small. Such a small move. What? Uh, I made a strawberry sauce reduction in a saucepan. <laughs> I made my own sauce. You made your own sauce. Yeah, turn that into a banana split. Wow. That's yeah. that's real. Yeah. You... So, so you put some strawberries in a pan, a little bit of lemon juice, a little bit of sugar, you like boil it, you simmer it down. The juices from the strawberries kind of thicken it up enough so it's liquidy but then you like reduce it so that it's like kind of saucy it's very good fascinating you know my mom and like my i remember when my grandma and like lots of my like family from like that like my mom and dad's generation my aunts and uncles and all that kind of stuff they all knew how to make jams they're making jams all the time they're making jams. They're making jellies. They're doing all that stuff, you know? Preserves is, big time. Is that the basis of a jam? Like, could I have just added, like, gelatin and thrown it in a jar and that's jam? Honestly, I have no idea. But okay. it sounds like, like I, especially, like, when my mom or grandma would do it, I would I would often, like, see them doing it and, like, see what they were doing. And, yeah, it's the pot of, like, boiling strawberries or whatever. And it's just like, oh, that's going to be jam. And... So you just saying that, like, you know, reducing it in a pot, simmering in a pot, that made me think of that. I'm sure it's not far off from a jam, right? It can't be. It can't be. Or a jelly. Yeah, I don't know the difference. Uh, Yeah, me neither. And I have no idea what the process is. And another thing is, like, that's that's something that I, I guess I'll never say never. But, like, I'm probably, I don't know if I'm ever going to make my own jam. I'll be honest. I don't know if I'm ever going to make my own strawberry sauce like you did. Okay, you know what? Here's what I know. I know that someone in your family loves pickles. Mm-hmm. And making your own pickles is a very reasonable future. Yeah. Yeah. In that's your a, household. It is. So, yeah. And one and once you're making pickles, making jams is like one step to the left. You think so? <laughs> I think it is. I think it is. Because pickles to me are the much more pared down version. Like it's just like vinegar and like i understand that process it's vinegar and whatever other ingredients maybe there's some sugar involved salt i don't know different spices obviously things like that you throw all you just throw that into a jar and pop a couple pickling cukes in there pop it up and by that i mean screw the top on and then let it sit there for a while Right, but he, think of a big picture, though. So, like, you're already committing to be like this. I'm going to work now, and I will have pickles in, like, six months or a yeah, year. I don't know sucks. how long it takes. That sucks. I, here's the other thing. <laughs> I love, listen, I do actually love the idea of, like, making your own stuff like this. It's great. But um, 
And it's fulfilling when you like, you know, you eat the pickles or you eat the jam or whatever. But I'll tell you this. OK. And I know that I'm not going to say any names, but I know that the people I talk about do not listen to the show. But we got gifted some homemade pickles. Various. Very nice gift, by the way. It's a great thing to give as a gift. Unless the pickles aren't very good. In which case, <laughs> you're just taking up a lot of space in my fridge. You know? Yeah. <laughs> give me three, four jars of pickles that are weak. They're too weak. Weak I like picks. a strong pickle. Yeah. You know? I need that, you know, whatever flavor it is, I want it to be very present. So it's tough. You know, it's tough to... People have very... I think people have very specific pickle, you know, needs. Pickle needs, yeah. I, I never. My pickle needs are crunchy and also strong. Yeah. What's your so like when you go to the store to get new pickles? What are you looking oh, at? Oh, listen. We're. We, I don't. They don't have my pickles right now. I go to the chilled meat. Like like if you go past the meats, past the bacon, you get to like deli oh, meats. Okay. And things. Yes. Yeah. And on the top shelf there, they have. Yes. You go for the. It's like a. I know fancy, exactly what fancy. you're talking about. Yeah, the, the, the big strubs, yeah. and they're like they're like they're chonkers. They're big pickles. The mm. jar is enormous. You have to keep it refrigerated, like even before you open it. Like this thing doesn't yeah. live on the shelf warm. Uh, they're the best. They're super strong, super salty, and I don't mind having a sip of the juice afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are gross. Sarah is the same way. I gotta bring Sarah in on this. I have to. I just have to. She'll be sure. so mad if she hears that there's a pickle conversation. She's not involved. Sarah, come here, please. <laughs> yeah. So we're talking about pickles and what's our pickles. What's our pickles? Sean said his go-to pickle is a is a a big strubs that you got to get in the um in the uh like the deli section. Okay. What's your Sarah is the expert on pickles. I got to admit, I'm not that big on pickles. Pickles are, um, pickles are Sarah's favorite food. So pickles, pickles. So Sarah, what's your favorite pickles? What's your go-to pickle? I'll eat any pickle. I'll have... Um, but what's your favorite? Favorite would be like a regular dill pickle, probably. You know, like a Bix pickle. Yeah, but you got to have the garlic, right? You got to have the garlic. Who doesn't have garlic in their pickles? You got to have dill, you got to have garlic. Well, uh, yeah, just like pickles. What's the discussion? We're just talking about our favorites and what, what we're and, looking um, for. And that brand, what I never know how to say it in French, the Mile. Mile, a mile. Those are the only pickles I get really get more into. What is, okay. I'll eat any pickle. I'll eat yeah. a pickled onion. Yeah. I'll eat a pickled egg. I'll eat anything. Yeah, that's, that's right. pickled. Pickled carrots. What's the kind that you get from Costco? What are those kinds? Moshes or something. Moshes. Sean, you should look at Moshes. Those are huge. Shrubs stepped up a level. There you go. Strubs, Strubs has a step up. You can step up from shrubs. Yes, shrubs? you can step up from shrubs. Yeah. Oh, you can step or up shrubs. from. You can step up from shrubs. It's shrubs. easy. They're just on the ground. <laughs> they're just on the ground. <laughs> they're just. You just pop over them with your legs, it's, probably. It's, unless they're a large shrub, then maybe get a ladder. <laughs> so you can get over. That's no problem usually. It's just a small bush, really. It's quite yeah, easy to step bush, over. No them. pickles involved there. No, not at all. Not at all. Well, thank you, Sarah, for the input. Also, the I'll eat. I'll eat an olive. I'll eat okay, a sweet pickle. Yeah. Your favorites are sweet pickles. My favorites are gherkins. Yeah. When I was a kid, I really liked gherkins. Gherk out. If you guys need me to sing a song again, let me know. <laughs> well, we probably <laughs> will need you to do that. So thank you very much. Sarah Hillier, everyone. Um, well, that was great. That was it was nice. It's nice to get a, a you know, um, different perspectives on things, including pickles. 
Yeah, send us a tweet of your favorite pickle, what you need in a pickle, or your favorite brand. Uh, hashtag no ads. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not sponsored. Not sponsored. Not sponsored hashtag not no sponsored. No. Uh, thank you for, yeah, so th- thank you. Thank you for sharing your pickle thoughts. Uh, listening to us chat about pickles, having a laugh with us. The, it truly means a lot. That's why we do this. Thank you to those of you who do things like hitting subscribe or giving us reviews reviews on itunes those things help the show uh some of you have gone to patreon.com slash commanders brew and have donated to help the show uh and maybe we see you in our discord helping us brew decks that's super fun thank you so much everyone there uh thank you to everyone who clicks our tcg player affiliate link to get a little discount no the affiliate link takes you to tcg player and when you buy cards there you you all of your purchases through that link give us a little kickback the discount i was referring to is to our canadian listeners we're canadian we love our fellow canadian listeners we can get you money off your single order at the wizard's tower here's an ad now we're proud canadian podcasters and we're proud to be sponsored by the wizard's tower wizardtower.com one of canada's premier card stores Canadian listeners get an exclusive coupon code BREWDOUBLE to get 5% off any order of singles shipped to you for free as long as you've ordered $15 or more in singles. And you can check out our decklist for this week's episode and other episodes we've done on their content site, mtgcanada.com. See you there on the double. Great stuff. Yeah, check it all out. Um, uh, Yeah, Wizard Tower. Uh, Sean, let's... let's um... Let's welcome our guest for our interview this week. What do you say? Oh, that sounds great. That sounds great. Cool. Uh, oh. Uh-oh. Oh, no. What happened? Uh-oh. Sorry, oh, Andy. Man. Um, I don't have a Fitbit, but if I did, it would say, time to get some steps, because I've been sitting a while. Uh, yeah. So I got to I gotta do what the Fitbit would say if I had one. Ye- I suppose i follow that yeah it is good to get you got to get your steps in there's no question about that gotta get my steps in you know okay okay well maybe you can make it back in time yeah i walk fast right i walk fast okay great 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 great. okay all right all right well uh i'll i guess i'll just do it myself like as per usual great i trust you cool awesome i'll all right we'll see you this interview uh, has been, you know, it's been a long time coming since the last Zendikar set, and I'm I'm very excited to get talking about Zendikar Expeditions with Fletcher Harris, Expeditions Leader. Fletcher, how are you? Hi, Andy. Great to see you. Oh, hey, uh, well, you know, it's good to see you, too. Uh, uh, so, you know, we, we just got the word, you know, a little while ago that, you know, Zendikar Expeditions are back. Z- Zendikar's back. Um, very and- excited. And if I, I may add, and do you, and you know, you know about the expeditions, right? You know, all uh, I know all about the expeditions, Andy. That's what I do. I run a shop, and I take people on expeditions. Hearing people are coming back to Zendikar was great news because business is gonna be booming. Yeah, exactly. Business is gonna be booming. People are going to be buying these packs, looking for expeditions, expedition hunting. And they said, I, I like now I was a little unclear about the announcement. Is it the same group of expeditions? Are these the same expeditions as before? Are we getting all new expeditions? What's what's up? No, with that? no. <laughs> 
Sorry, what? What's that? No. No? <laughs> New, always, you got you got to change it up, Andy. You can't have right. the same expeditions all the time. People get bored okay. of it. People have been there already. They've seen it already. You got to present new ones. You know, new routes. You know, I, I got new upholstery on my bus seats. So, used to be green seats. Now they're blue. You'll be sitting on blue seats while I drive you around Zendikar, telling you all about the expeditions you decided to go for. Maybe a small expedition pack, or maybe a large overnight expedition pack. Uh, uh, okay. Hang on. I thought you said expedition packs. You sell sell expedition packs, right? That's what you told me yeah you, you right you come into my store right uh, your magic i'm at store the bottom of cards, a i'm right? at the a bottom of a floating rock right a floating on zendikar rock. yeah yeah and uh, you sell magic cards there yes no i sell expedition packs i take you around to storied areas of zendikar and i tell you all about what happened there Mm, okay this seems to happen a lot when i book the interview person when i, I don't know what you're talking about the guest it seems that whenever i book the guest there's some sort of miscommunication involved where i thought they meant something about magic and then actually they meant a more sort of a more literal version of it so you're saying that you actually take people on expeditions you don't actually you're not selling the cards expeditions, right? I've got business cards. Yeah. Yeah. I no, give that's... one of them out. No. Uh, well, you know, no, I don't. But okay. Well, so, so I suppose we're not really going to. I should just throw these questions that I have prepared here just out the window because they're not really going to be good for you. But um, what? Okay. So, like, what sort of expeditions can we expect? All right. You some to new take ones. us on, I guess. I'll, I'll yeah. Yeah. Me or one of my. Uh, experienced tour guides we could take you on around the storied lands of zendikar perhaps we could go right to the spot where chandra burned up the eldrazi we could show you that spot very exciting a lot of lot of singed grass and floating rocks we could take you to the famous cereal bowl island where it pours out the water that's good how does it get the water to pour out all the time probably i could tell you on the tour probably just rains in it eh? i mean i'm not gonna i'm not gonna confirm nor deny it (laughs) okay well it does just rain i bet Put, what about this? What about this? Uh, about a hedron. Okay. To take you to a hedron. Okay. Pretty run of the mill, I bet, on Zendikar. Isn't there a ton of those around? Or, I mean, there are a ton of them, but they're not all, you know, some of them are... One of them I'm going to take you to looks like a face. It looks... It is it a face? Is there a face? No, it looks like a face. If you kind of look at it with the right sunlight, if mm. it's not too cloudy, it looks like a face. How about this? How about I do you some of these questions to try and still ask you, like, maybe you'll be able to somehow give me an, an, an inkling as to as to what's to come here. Like, for example, would you be able to take me to a Rishadin port? We got ports. But yeah, I could find one. Yes. Yes, I could. Yes, I could find one. There. I don't know what I expected. I don't know what I expected. Of course, you wouldn't be able to tell me whether or not that card was getting 
Remade again. Um, what? Uh, how? How much are these expeditions? It, it, like, what if I don't have a lot of money? What, what's kind of the lower end of the expedition that that you might take me on? Forty-five Australian dollars. Why is it Australia? You, that's you. the other thing. <laughs> Pardon. Let's clear that up a bit. Okay. Well, Why ask do you again? only accept Australian money? You're from Zendikar. Yeah, that's the money we use, Australian dollars. Everyone just uses Australian dollars in Zendikar? Does everyone have an know. Australian I, accent in Zendikar? I don't know. I don't know what you I don't know what's so weird about this. Everybody has an accent, Andy? Yeah, absolutely. Everyone has their own accent, but is this the accent that everyone has in Zendikar? Yeah. So <laughs> It's kind of not exactly Australian a bit, eh? No. <laughs> Yeah, no. Yeah, no. You got that part down. So, so like everyone from Zendikar speaks like that. But I heard yeah, the Avenger. Our Avenger talks yeah. this way. Isn't Nissa from there too? Yeah. Yeah. I've heard her talk though. She doesn't have that accent. Well, she spends a lot of time on other planes. <laughs> okay. Do you spend any time on other planes? No, no. <laughs> Noru. Naruto. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Um, Well, uh, you know, uh, Fletcher, um, I got to say, it's 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 tough. Like, how was how is business like, you know, you're expecting you said you're expecting a lot of people to come. You're expecting the business is going to be booming. Um, uh, Have you made any plans? Have you added any new expeditions, for example? Like, is there anything new you're going to be doing? Yeah, uh, I've got a spot where I can show you a dried up Eldrazi tentacle from the last Gatewatch War. Okay, so an, an old severed limb. These are, honestly, a lot of these are like, the. they just seem a little like, hey, here's a, here's a burnt area. Here's a discarded limb. Here's a hedron that looks like a face is is there anything um i don't know cool <laughs> i don't know ideas i mean how is this any different from a bunch of old castles well i mean uh, it's the uh, history it's yeah, the stories it's the the tour guide giving you a little character you know i wear my hat and my scarf <laughs> yeah yeah, okay. You're going to wear... Is it cold on Zendikar? It looks like it is, because you're wearing a real classic kind of... Like a winter we got gear. all sorts of climates, Andy. It's, it's really jungly there, is it not? It's, no. it's part, parts of it. Yeah, I never really saw like a super cold part. Well, you think floating several miles up on a triangle (laughs) cone this gets pretty brisk up there yeah that's true that would that definitely would well okay well you know fletcher you know you you sold me i i'll i'll take one i'll take one expedition i'll show up with a coca-cola and a cucumber sandwich hey that's the hey that's not bad that's not bad gotta have snacks where would you take me final question where would you take me on a on an expedition in zendikar Ooh, i'd take you Deep within the caves of the Halimar jungles, at the bottom of which you can go swimming in a pool of water that is dripped off of a bunch of saprolings. (laughs) Okay, wait. Aren't saprolings all, like, creatures? Yeah. 
So I get a bunch of runoff from like actual creatures. I know it sounds gross, but it's like going to a spore. Sapperling juice. Yeah. No. 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 Okay. Uh, well, thank you very much, Fletcher. Um, anyone, you know, if you're if anyone of your in Zendikar, I I be wary of the sapperling juice, but you know, uh, look look up Fletcher for an expedition. Sounds sounds fun. Thanks for being here, Sean. You're back. Yes. Got here just in time for the guy to leave. Ah, oh, I got my thousand steps in. Oh wow! How did you do that? I just walked around a bunch. <laughs> oh, okay. Nothing interesting happened at all, or. I mean, I tried to mostly go in the circle so that I wouldn't be too far away. Ah, uh, fair enough. Oh, so you were? Could you hear the interview? Doing your steps? whole thing. Whole, you I mean, heard the whole thing. The whole you thing. Yeah, it was even right off camera. Think about chiming in at all, even though we could probably have heard you if you said something. The flow. The flow seemed good. I didn't want to interrupt the flow. <laughs> I appreciate you. Appreciate that. You know, as a, as an interviewer, it's tough to get a good flow, but. Well, anyways, you heard what happened then. You heard that, uh, yeah, that guy wasn't selling magic cards after all, like we thought he said in the in the um, email. Yeah. Yeah. That happens a lot. <laughs> it happens a lot. You know, I mean, it happens all the time. Uh, we should be a little more uh, stringent about that. But all right, let's 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 start talking about our deck this week. OK, Sean, this week's deck is sounds interesting. Yes. Okay, let me tell you the story of how this happened. Uh, we're talking about Grixis non-combat damage. Uh, and if you look back at older cards, like a lot of cards reference, oh, when this creature deals damage, do something. Draw a card is very common. That that's We see that a lot. But there is a time where they made it very clear that when this creature deals combat damage, do something. They made sure it was combat damage. But if you go back far enough, they weren't really thinking about that. And there's a lot of weird creatures and a lot of interesting effects that happen when creatures damage opponents anytime. Combat works, but also non-combat. So our plan is to figure out ways to get different creatures to do damage outside of combat, non-combat damage. Combat damage is also allowed. We're going to let that happen if it happens. But then... Yeah, so we can just get lots of great effects from just not having to deal with the combat step necessarily. And the perfect commander for that is one that takes advantage of this. It's original Nickel Bolas, one of the original Elder Dragons. Two, blue, blue, black, black, red, red, Grixis, 7-7, seven, seven, flying. At the beginning of your upkeep, you have to pay one of each. You have to pay blue, black, red, or sacrifice Nickel Bolas. But whenever Nickel Bolas deals damage to an opponent... I didn't say combat damage. Whenever Nickel Bolas deals damage, that player discards his or her hand. Discards Jeez. their hand. That's brutal. Uh, <laughs> that's the biggest one. Uh, but that, that just feels thematically accurate. Uh, most of the other things in this deck don't do anything nearly as mean as that. But that is something that we are eventually building towards. So... I think we're ready to set the scene and start talking about like our how we're going to get this rolling. We're going to talk about the vegetables of the deck. So here's our early plan. Um, we're using the mirrors as a ramp. 
iron mirror, leaden mirror, silver mirror. These are the mirror that tap for one of the appropriate color. We like the fact that they're also creatures. These creatures can deal damage, non-combat damage or combat damage. They also work that way. We're running cards like the Invisible Stalker. Uh, this one is a source of much chagrin in the limited format it came from. This is the one in a blue human rogue, 1-1, one, one, hexproof and unblockable. The unblockable is a nice part of that. And of course, I think rounding it out, Tetsuko Umezawa, one in a blue for a 1-3. And then all the creatures we control with power or toughness, one or less, can't be blocked. I know a lot of what I've mentioned was one power, and I know a lot of this is... Thing, this doesn't imply non-combat damage. We will get to that, I promise you. This mm -hmm. is just the like, this is the, our early game, right? Mm -hmm. We're going to be doing a lot of that kind of stuff. We've got a lot of little creatures. There are mana rocks. They're going to help us in our future plans. But also, this will help us out. We're running all of these effects like Coastal Piracy, like Biden to Thassa, and Reconnaissance Mission. These are all four mana enchantments that whenever your creatures deal combat damage, so again, these are not the main <laughs> stars of the deck, but this is how we're going to function. This is the engine. We're going to draw cards. So we're going to be drawing a lot of cards through our combat step so that we can do all of our fun stuff outside of our combat step. just wanted to chime in real quick. Coastal Piracy was reprinted in Jumpstart. It's four bucks, four bucks now. Biden to Thassa's laying low at about a buck fifty. And it also has an extra ability. I guess it's an artifact, so it's more destroyable. Uh, and now we have Reconnaissance Mission from Ikoria that's like a gumball. So there's really no reason Coastal Piracy should be that expensive. Um, yeah, it's like strictly worse than all these other ones. And all of them, right? Like even Reconnaissance Mission, it's got the exact same text, but it also has cycling. So like that's yeah. just better. Anyway... Um, we're running them because that's kind of how it's going. But so we're painting a picture here where this deck is going to be built to be able to do a lot of damage in little increments all over the place. And so for that reason, uh, Theater of Horrors works very well for us. Uh, Andy, why don't you read what this one is? Yeah, Theater of Horrors is one black red for an enchantment that says at the beginning of your upkeep, exile the top card of your library. During your turn, if an opponent lost life this turn, you may play cards exiled with Theater of Horrors, and then you pay three and a red. Theater of Horrors deals one damage to target opponent or Planeswalker. Yeah, it just kind of starts banking cards, mm -hmm. and at any point, it's very easy for us to do damage to an opponent during our turn. We can just have access to all of those cards. We can play them, so lands as well. We get to play lands out of that pack as well, that little collection of cards. It's interesting because this um, you you think that uh, it like the red ability of this is you exile them and then you get to play them until end of turn or until end of next turn. But this they stay exiled. Yeah, they right. stay under theater I even, of horrors. I like didn't even consider this card because of because I always just I just assumed it ended right, but it doesn't. That's interesting. Yeah, they're there forever, obviously, until someone deals with Theater of Horrors. Like, mm -hmm. you know, if you've got, like, a some wicked threats under there, it's feasible your opponents will try to destroy it. So be it. It's like, but but it doesn't, like, besides the three-minute investment, you're not, like... You don't lose you, anything, though, right? Like, you don't, yeah, exactly. Like, you don't, and a card, but you don't, 
the things that get exiled from your library, it's like whatever. It's like yeah, but I may not have drawn them anyway, right? Exactly. Yeah, if you want to spend a removal on that, I'm I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I I lose flexibility later, but that's that's fair. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of setting the scene of things. That's kind of where we're starting from, and. I think if I'm not mistaken, this is the time we're going to talk about some neat moves. Working on a neat moves. Cool. Right, so let's get to it, right? We want to be able to let creatures deal damage whenever we want. Andy, what's the best way to do that? Well, one, the best way is Viridian Longbow. One mana for an artifact equipment. Equips for three, uh, but equipped creature has tap. This creature deals one damage to target creature or player. Straight up. It becomes a little uh, pinger there. Uh, what, what do you, what's, what's the name? Tim. Little Tim. Little Tim, yeah. The little Tim uh, 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 equipment. Also, we also we have one very similar. It's a Thornbite staff, so it's two mana for this equipment. This is a tribal artifact, shaman equipment. Uh, equipped creature has pay two and tap it. This creature deals one damage to target creature or player. And whenever a creature is put into grave a graveyard from play, you untap this creature. So whenever a and and also whenever a shaman creature comes into play, you may attach Thornbite staff to it, and it attaches. Uh, it equips for four. Uh, so a little bit higher on the old equip uh, rate there, but. I mean, you do get kind of this powerful ability of, of it untapping sometimes. I just want to take this time to say that these are the equipments that do this. There's lots of auras that also grant this ability to creatures, but I don't love using auras in this spot because if the creature gets dealt with, the aura's gone, quote unquote, forever. Uh, these colors don't have great ways of getting auras back from the graveyard. Mm -hmm. So that's that's kind of unfortunate. Um, these are equipment. You can, if the creature dies, I can put on a new creature. If the creature doesn't die, I can also move it if there's a better creature to wear the equipment. Um, and that's why probably why Thornbite stuff is very expensive. I think the fact that it untaps the creature, like the thing that really kills is that Thornbite staff isn't like ten plus dollar card because of its ping ability. It's just because it untaps and it becomes a combo enabler. Because the yeah. creature keeps untapping, so you can presumably keep tapping things. It's like, yeah. you don't even want the Thornbite Staff ability. So, like, why? It's so funny that you have to pay <laughs> that extra. Like, this isn't one of those things where you want to put it on a Death Toucher and mow their whole board down. You just, you just, I just want to ping you for one. Right to yeah. your face. Yeah, that's yeah, all you I want to do. The, the entry level lowest version of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think we've got a good sense of things. Like, let's talk about some cards that really benefit from doing this extra damage. Uh, Andy, why don't you go first? And su surprisingly, this one is from Modern Era yeah, Design. They did not is, specify combat damage. That's right. This is a new-ish card. Atemsis, all-seeing. Three blue, blue, blue for the M20 Legendary Sphinx. It's 4-5 with flying. You can pay two and a blue and tap it and draw two cards, then discard a card. And then whenever Atemsis All-Seeing deals damage to an opponent, you may reveal your hand. If cards with at least six different converted mana costs are revealed this way, that player loses the game. What a fascinating choice to make for this card to make it so that it's it's just whenever it deals damage, not combat damage. 
Right. Like and they must so, they, like they knew what they were doing here, you know? They must have. Like so now let's think about right, like this deck is poised to take advantage of all those little dorky creatures to draw us a lot of cards. So we can end up with mitfuls of cards, uh, and then just decide like at instant speed, we can just be like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna just ping you one time because I've got my all my cards so i, I want me i want to make you lose at instant speed because i know i have enough in my hand to do it wow yeah yeah crazy it's neat it's neat yep. it's a neat move of course we're gonna run hypnotic specter uh nickel bullets is a discard commander we, we are not focused on making everyone discard their hands that's not what this deck is ultimate end game is but Hypnotic Spectre is unique enough in that it's a 1 black black 2 2 Spectre. It's flying. And whenever it deals damage to an opponent, it doesn't say combat damage, that player discards a card at random. Which is the interesting part of this. There's a few, there's a lot of creatures that make people discard cards, but it's always their choice. But Hypnotic Spectre is unique in the fact that it's like, okay, random, chill, random. You, you, what are you going to do? Are you going to use a removal spell on it? That's fine. I got other creatures. Uh, another good one is Stigma Lasher. Red, red for the 2-2. Two, two. Um, it's your Elemental Shaman. Shaman, right? So that's yeah, a nice little yeah. bonus with the, yeah. with the, with the Thornbite Staff. Um, it has Wither, which Wither is an ability that says uh, this deals damage to creatures in the form of minus one, minus one counters. So that's cool. Um, but also it says whenever Stigma Lasher deals damage to a player... That player can't gain life for the rest of the game. <laughs> That's I don't really know, funny. I don't know if this if this kind of effect exists I, anywhere else. I've never. I don't even think I've seen the words the for the rest of the game appear anywhere in Magic ever. Yeah, I mean, I haven't searched for that phrase, but I don't think it does. That's wild. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So like that's that's a fun it's a two two for two like this is a three color deck but like in testing it's like oh, okay uh, turn one tap land turn two mountain signal asher it's like i hope someone has if anyone doesn't have defense at that point i'm coming in for two and you will never gain life this whole game <laughs> it's and it's back breaking if you are any kind of deck that wants to gain life i've i, I don't know like you know I don't know. I, I I used to have a Karlov deck that it just pure runs on life gain. You have to gain yeah. life. You have to have many instances of life gain. And someone, I think it was you, had the uh, the the um, tainted the remedy. No, oh, tainted remedy. Tainted remedy, which is if if any of your opponents would uh, gain life, they ins they instead lose that life. And I was just like, I can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't do anything yeah. anymore. Yeah can do anything um so that that it it's you really stop you can really stop decks in their tracks right this. yeah and it's like an emblem like like you deal with the stigma lasher that's fine if you've already got yeah. the tag then it does it doesn't help like that's forever that's forever that's crazy yeah 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 i got one more here in the list here this is a this is a new one to me uh somnophore Two blue blue for an illusion. It's a two two with flying. Whenever Somno four deals damage to a player, doesn't say combat damage. 
tap target creature that player controls. That creature doesn't untap during its controls untap step as long as Somnophore remains on the battlefield. So, you know, give you a heads up. It's great to get hexproof on this through a boots or a greaves. Um, I guess with greaves you can't equip it anymore, but like you equip it first, put some greaves on there, and now what you're tapping to just ping players and tap their creatures permanently until they board wipe. But guess what's that? If you board wipe, the creature you have tapped is also gone. So Somnophore. Fine. Very cool little creature here. Yeah. Yeah. Never seen this one. Uh neat. So yeah, there's a there's just a handful. There's a n- numerous other creatures that just like draw you cards. That's the most common effect creatures have when they deal damage. Uh, but here's some of the more unique ones I felt I had to highlight. Very cool. Um but we also like uh, so you know in the big picture it it would also benefit us if we can give our creatures haste because like I said combat damage is also allowed like that is also one way where this works so there's going to be occasions where we're going to want to cast a creature because we have an opening and attack and get this benefit right away so Andy what's our plan for that uh well we're going to enable some haste here get get them in uh you know uh, on an unsuspecting board uh you play something like expedite for a single red it's an instant target creature gains haste until then turn and draw a card uh replaces itself perfectly fine ability to have give uh, your your you know whatever it is you just played haste to get in and uh and get a little damage going uh garna also garna the blood flame three black red three three legendary human warrior with flash when Garna the Blood Flame enters the battlefield, return to your hand all creature cards in your graveyard that were put there from anywhere this turn. So that's just a nice ability to have if somebody board wipes or whatever. And then other creatures you control have haste. Bam. You can get them all back and give them all haste. Yeah, like uh, Garna's great in a, on a few axes, but uh, yeah, like in, in this having Garna down and let's just keep the, in the horizon, like as we're playing, as we're developing our board, we're playing more lands, a couple of mana rocks here or there. Once we get close to eight mana, Nicol Bolas is, is going to show up. Uh, so like <laughs> if you're able to like grant haste to Nicol Bolas and just be like, uh, I've got an opening there. Okay, great you're going to lose your whole hand because Nicol Bolas is going to haste in there. Mean. It's mean. It's very mean. It's very mean. It's mean. The thing, I don't mind, I don't mind how mean that effect is in this case because Nicol Bolas does not come down early. Nicol right. Bolas shows up later in the game. And at that point, surely there is beef with a player where like, okay, this is a player whose hand needs to disappear. This is not just being mean. Like we we've decided True. you need to lose your hand right now. <laughs> so Yeah, yeah. You've done things that will justify this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a yeah, we're we're not striking first with Nicol Bolas, uh, especially if we're trying to grant haste. Right on. Uh thanks to the Discord for pointing this out. This is a very neat move in here. So Andy, why don't you read this card? uh harobi death's wall whale uh i, I thought it was wall too <laughs> uh harobi death's whale is two black black legendary spirit four four flyer whenever a creature becomes the target of a spell or ability destroy that creature so that right. works really well with pingers you um, have to be careful you've already equipped though because if you try to equip yes 
you also destroy. But it right. also has the effect that your opponents can also can't equip. I was trying a little test game, and the the random opponent was a was I think a Tajik artifact Voltron deck, the oh, indestructible no. Tajik, and I was like. <laughs> Buddy, you're going to lose this game. <laughs> the indestructible tagic, though, wouldn't that get around it? True. The, that was the... Yeah, I guess that was... I guess what did I have to do? I think I somnofort it down, though. I had other ways to like, keep <laughs> that, that thing down. That's how you would get around that. However, uh, there's that other... There's like a Enter the Illusion or something? That, that blue enchantment that does a similar thing? Yeah. If, but they have to sacrifice the creature if it gets... Uh, oh, yeah, that's a bit stronger. Yeah. This one can attack, though. Yes, exactly. Cool. Uh, Four mana, four, four. Uh, What do we have next here? What's this? Does this have to do with... Yeah, yeah. This is all part of the same Oh, this is all part of the same thing. Okay, so we also have Endbringer, which is five and a colorless for the five, five Eldrazi. Untap Endbringer during each other player's untap step. Uh, So we we can get these tap abilities every turn, then. Uh, Tap... Endbringer deals one damage to target creature or player. So, bam, there you go, right there. Uh, pay a colorless and tap it. Target creature can't attack or block this turn. Or pay two colorless, tap, draw a card. Strong abilities. Like, you know, it's essentially adding another color to your to your your uh, mana here with neat, like requiring the colorless mana to spend it. But who doesn't have a utility land kicking around by turn six? Like, really, you're probably going to be able to find them. Uh, and then... The, the most important ability kind of here is the pinging ability, and that's the, the one that doesn't cost anything. Yeah, I didn't put it here, but like, so Endbringer doesn't do anything when it does combat damage, but it's great support. Mm-hmm. And we do have a few enchantments like the Ophidian Eye type of things, where when this creature deals damage, not necessarily combat damage, uh, you get to draw a card. So Endbringer wearing an Ophidian Eye is like just draw a card per player every right. cycle pretty sweet yeah yeah yeah, curiosity yeah, 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 or whatever. yeah but let's keep in mind hirobi's whale right so we've got yeah. hirobi's whale we've got endbringer we can just machine gun down anything we want uh same kind of thing happens with fury stoke giant that's the three red red giant warrior it's three three and when it comes into play it turns all your creatures into pingers for two they all have tap deal two damage to target creature or player but fury stoke also has persist so what you can do is like I got, I got into. There's a pretty big brain move, I think, against idiot AIs. But I still was pretty proud of it. <laughs> I'm feeling um, pretty smart. I try. I equipped my own Fury Stoke Giant with a random piece of equipment, so that it would die from Harobi's Whale, so that Fury Stoke Giant would come back, so that my whole board became pingers, and then I destroyed the enemy boards that I needed to with everything else that I had. Oh wow. Wow, so it had already been in play at that point. You yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to right. get it to. I had to get it to die. I didn't have a sack outlet, so I oh, used Kirby's yeah. whale to help it out. Um, uh, and, and yeah, and then this card works also. Andy, let us know what this one is. Yeah, open into wonder. X blue blue for a sorcery that says X target creatures can't be blocked this turn until end of turn. Those creatures gain whenever this creature deals combat damage to a player. Draw a card. So again, it's combat damage, but we often have a large board and like sometimes that's our win we're like oh you know what i've got enough power and toughness here i'll just make them all unblockable and i will kill you with them that way and draw a bunch of extra cards but again with harobi's whale this can become a blue blue x destroy x target creatures your opponents control 
So it doesn't say you have to target your own creatures. So that's a pretty neat move there if you wanted to. Right. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I, yeah, this is being able to use, I'm just searching for uh, that other card I was talking about that has the, it gives the illusion ability. Oh yeah. 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 I said, it, I said I was wrong. What, whatever, whatever I said there, I said like enter the illusion. That's not what it's called. Anyways, I can't remember what it's called. It's really bugging illusion. Me. Yeah. <laughs> enter into dreams. Enter into dreams. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Something like that. Something into dreams. Dismiss into dreams. Hmm. Dismiss hmm. into. Yes. Dismiss into dream. Six and a blue. Uh, each creature your opponents control is an illusion in addition to its other types and has when this creature becomes a target of a spell or ability, sacrifice it. Yeah. Yeah. That right should go there. in here. Yeah, right I, did, I don't have that in here, but that should go in here for sure. <laughs> Gets um, around the well, indestructible tactic. Yeah, like I don't have this deck isn't all pingers. Right. Which would be like like that's perfect for like like Hirobi's Whale is sort of like bonus points. Uh, I didn't brew around being able to just ping. Mm-hmm. It's more about those extra effects and being able to do those with other things. Uh, and here's a card that just works great with this strategy. It's Warstorm Surge, five and a red for an enchantment. It's one of the best. Whenever a creature enters the battlefield under your control, it deals damage equal to its power to any target. Notice the yeah. creature is the thing dealing the damage. So, like, if we if we cast a Hypnotic Specter, we get to deal two damage to an opponent who also has to d- discard a card at random because it's Hypnotic Specter that did the damage. Um, I probably should have highlighted it, but like Chandra's Ignition is amazing in this deck where we can make a creature do damage to everybody and everything. So it's like now everyone's losing cards or we're drawing cards or whatever the effect is. Like I'm going to tell you, if you can get a Nicol Bolas around and Chandra's Ignition him, that's a pretty neat move. Chandra's Ignition, three red red sorcery, target creature you control, deals damage equal to its power to each other creature and each opponent. Yeah. 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 That's pretty strong. <laughs> great so this is a bit this is a fun brew it was a challenging brew there were definitely points where i felt we were being pulled in other directions there's a couple of really neat green cards that help that that don't care about combat damage specifically but i just felt like we were at the point where we we're like do we trade black for green are we teamer are we grixis I wanted to keep it Grixis for Nickel Bolas because it's two on theme. But also with the green, now we're like, yeah, I don't know. I just, you could make this, you could make the, the green version of this deck. That exists as well. Most of the cards we talked about were blue and red. So mm-hmm. if you just swap the black cards for a few green ones, change some of your removal for some ramp, uh, there you go. Interesting. I just found out that one of the best things that let you untap cards Pemenzora is like yep. way more expensive than I thought I thought this was like a dollar two card. I, I could have I, I saw a thing recently that was like someone was selling it for 10 bucks or something wow 15 yeah. bucks 15 yeah too much I recently did a thing where I was just entering a bunch of the like rares I have into like an app you know scanning the app the using the TCG player thing and found a bunch of these cards are just, man, a bunch of cards have 
spiked and changed and like pioneers had an effect and all this type of stuff. Right. Uh, but that's, that's, you know, we'll talk about budget in a sec. We got to thank the discord, uh, gang, the discord, uh, wild, wild brews every time. Uh, thank you to, I think that this, I'm always fearful that I'm leaving one person out that I didn't go this, the discord channel, it zooms by people will yeah. be like i stepped away for 10 minutes and there's 150 new messages i'm like yeah <laughs> i'm trying to catch them all so thank you can't thank you enough pips don't lie chiefy papa deal madison dylan ph t ravenous who said it was their, their first brew with us welcome to the brewery t ravenous uh seth beppo lol what clockwork 12 dinesh gee pizza loki dragon jamon max volume doom frog if i left you out i'll get you next time i promise or I'll at least try. I can't guarantee that, but uh, I'll do my best. I'll do my best. Uh, let's do the budget report, shall we? Let's do it. Uh, yeah, what does this one look like? What do we have here? This one was tricky. So the lo- it's pretty cheap. The low was about 70 bucks. However, TCG Player has been acting strange lately. When I put this in, it wants to only pick the old original Nickel Bolas version, which is like a $100 card. Weird. Probably for the legacy of it all. I'm not sure why, but I obviously don't want that version. I know that there's a Masters 25 version that's like 250 Right. So it's hard to, like, I can't exactly tell you the, like, TCG player low and mid because those numbers are not accurate for what it is however i do know that you can do this deck for under 100 bucks um and even still there's some cards that are pretty pricey that i think are definitely cuttable i'm running soul scar mage that's the single red human wizard it's a one two with prowess uh, but the key here is that if a source you control would deal non-combat damage to a creature or an, an opponent controls you put minus one, minus one counters on it instead. So this turns all of those other things as ways to just even shrink creatures. So that's pretty good. Basically gives um, them wither, essentially, right? Yeah, basically, without saying it as much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Andy, what's the other... <sighs> this is shocking to me. Card? This is shocking to me um, that this card is this expensive. Thousand-year elixir, the three-mana artifact that says you may activate abilities of creatures you control as though those creatures had haste. And you can pay one and tap it to untap target creature is thirteen dollars. Yeah, get out of town. See, like this is what happens when you. So I only remember this card from when I bought this card, from when I wanted this card for a deck. And I remember specifically getting it for uh, Tristani, um, and it was like nothing. It was I don't know whatever. It was like a dollar maybe. I don't remember exactly, but it wasn't anywhere near thirteen dollars. I can tell you that uh it's a powerful effect though you know you if you have any commander we always say like if there's a card that only affects your commander and makes it better it is worth including this card is that for a ton of commanders anything that taps anything that has an activated ability that taps bam you can do it um and untap it too powerful abilities like i'm saying and obviously in decks like this where we have multiple things tapping and untapping and and uh wanting to be able to do that right away you know, it becomes very uh, 
very wanted card, but it is bonus, right? It is kind of a bonus effect. We're in red, so give, giving haste to our creatures actually isn't even really that hard. Like we just, you know, we showed Garna up there. You give fervor. You can use a ton, ton, tons of ways where this card really shines and where you might even be willing to pay $13 for it is index that can't give haste easily, right? Like, yeah, I, had I think you summed it up perfectly. My version is green, white. I can't give it haste very easily. So this was this was at the time a cheap option. Not anymore. It's the perfect summary, and I think that's the perfect reason why you might you could cut this. Uh, the most exciting ability, like I said, I'll remind you, we're not all pingers. So yeah. uh, like you know, like hypnotic specter doesn't tap. You want like, like you'd rather just give it haste, you know? Right, and so, so the most like like. This this card shines in the deck when we have things equipped and we have ways to ping and we would just want to untap pingers. But yeah. there's way better and cheaper cards that help us untap things. So right. swap it out for there. Save yourself 13 bucks. Throw in Thornbite hammer. Steph. There you go. It's like sure. Sure, sure, sure. Or like, or for the untapping that manifold key, like something like that. Was that a there gumball? Like, um. Thornbite Staff, 12 bucks. Uh, it's because of the combos that it enables, it automatically untaps your creatures. It's in that family of Pemmin's Aura, right? It's cheap untaps. We want to abuse those. We, we in this deck, don't need to abuse them that much. This is a tough cut, though, because giving creatures the ability to ping is sort of the theme, so it's a tough one to cut. Uh, but you could. So we've already shaved off, like, 20 bucks here. Yeah. Uh, I, it is not in the deck, but similarly, Goblin Sharpshooter. Like this is, does this break the budget? This is a twelve dollar card. It's two and a red for a Goblin one one. It does not untap, but it does whenever a creature dies. You untap it in that case. Tap one damage to target creature or player. Strong card, no doubt. Is it worth twelve bucks? I don't know. Yeah, that's a lot. I mean, it's a good ability, like you said, but. Again, uh, this know. deck has a, a fair bit of redundancy. So, so if we we're not running Goblin Sharpshooter, but I think you can you can get this deck low for close to fifty bucks. Yeah, I, I yeah, I think it, it looks very possible to me. Yeah, yeah, cool, 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 great. Well, that's your budget report. Your budget report, and uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's time for everyone's favorite award show. Let's get our tuxedos on and our martinis poured, and let's head on over to the Audric Awards. Oh, yes. Ah, Wonderful. Great to be here, Andy. You look great in your tuxedo. Thank you. I thought I'd wear my hat with it and really, <laughs> you know, buck the, the current fashion trends. But, you know, you got to be you. Look at you everyone. Look at you. everyone who's showed up here today. Noxious oh, yeah. Gear Hulk. Welcome. Good to see you. Yeah. Palladium Ma Mar Mons. <laughs> Mors. Palladium Mors is here. <laughs> Isn't that um, Nicole Bolas's sister? Good to see you. Thank yeah, you for great. Being here. Great to see you. Great to really see you. Nice. Uh, it's a star-studded night. That's a nice uh, hat you have on, Palladia Moors. Yes. Very big. Yes. I feel bad for the person behind you trying to see. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, and uh, and uh, Andy Samberg. Great to see you Oh, Andy well. Samberg's here. You know what? Hey, Andy Samberg, That's My Boy is an underrated movie. Oh. Uh, I'm just yeah. going to say it. I mean, 
snubbed for an Audric when it came out. Yeah, it didn't get an Audric, oddly enough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen, super weird ending to that movie, but I'll let you guys uh, talk about that. Um, okay. Here we are at the Audrics. What a lovely time! Just one award to give out this. Uh, yes. This this time, and uh, Sean, I'll let you. I'll let you do it. Okay. The award for most interesting counters in the deck goes to <laughs> Night Dealings. Oh. Wow. Night Dealings. Congratulations, Night Dealings, to Black Black Clan Enchantment. Whenever a source you control deals damage to another player, put that many theft counters on oh. Night Dealings. Theft counters. Theft counters. And, and then you can pay two Black Black to remove X theft counters from Night Dealings and then tutor up a card that costs X convert a mana cost or less. You know what this card award gets from me? Uh, oh, it, a double award? It does get another award. It gets the, I, uh, this card looks like something I definitely want, but I almost always cut it from, <laughs> from when I'm making decks. It gets yes. that award. I've, I remember finding this in an old show and putting it in a couple of decks after that. And then like eventually just getting to the point where like, hmm, I kind of just want to tutor the one card. So I don't need to keep doing this. So, uh, sorry. Let's see you later. Night dealings. But it is a good card. You want that repeatable. If you got to find a couple of things, it, it does the trick. And, you know, thinking about it just a bit more open and more generally. Yeah, no, I can't. I can't justify it. It's tough. It's tough. I was going to say, if you keep if you keep tutoring cheap stuff like over and over, it's like, well, that's, that could be pretty useful. But like you're still paying five to get a one drop. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, it's. There, there are decks. The thing is, is that there's decks that use it more efficiently and better than others. That's all. Hey, night dealing. Sorry to talk about you like you're not standing right beside us accepting this award. Congratulations uh, on the award. Yeah, night congratulations dealing. on the award uh, again. And, 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 and everyone have a great night. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Good night, everyone from the objects here at the um, uh, Sarah Angel Theater in in downtown downtown in Estrad. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh and that's it that does it there's the there's the deck for this week thank you everybody that's a fun one uh non-combat damage i love it i love seeing it um and i hope that they keep making a little a weird little one here and there like they did with the temps this is interesting to 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 you know leave out that combat uh, in that sentence. Great. Well, right. thanks everyone for watching. Uh, that was the deck this week. Uh, we'll be back next week with another one. Remember to check out um, wizardtower.com if you're in Canada. Uh, use our coupon code BREWDOUBLE and get um, a little slice off of uh, your singles or your singles orders there. Um, if you're outside of Canada, uh, TCG Player is the place to be. Uh, follow our affiliate link, which is in our show notes of the audio show and in the notes below the video on YouTube. And you can... Um, any purchases you make after following that link, whether it's from this deck or from anywhere else on the site, they will they will help the show directly. Like we'll get a slice of any of those uh, um, those purchases. It's 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 a easy way if you're buying cards anyways to 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 help us if you like us. <laughs> hey, that'd be great. Uh, all right, everyone. Thanks so much for watching, and uh, we'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for watching. If you love what we're doing, consider supporting the show by going to patreon.com slash commandersbrew. And if you want to get any of the cards from our deck list, go to our TCG Player affiliate link below. That helps us out too. And for a free way to help us out, consider sharing the show with some friends. Like and subscribe, add a comment or two. 
See you later. Bye.